What does barbecue mean to you? It's all about family. Good food. Summertime and friends. Of nostalgia. A whole lot of tasty. Soul-filling, belly-filling goodness. All of my favorite foods. A cultural touchstone. For me, it's a tether to the people who came before me. Getting together with family and friends. Coming to you from the basement studio at Eat More Barbecue World Headquarters, this is episode 232 of Canada's Barbecue Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Sanderson, and I thank you for tuning in, downloading, and listening, however you're making that happen. I surely do appreciate it, y'all. Happy New Year, everybody. I'm a little late getting this one out, but here we go. Part two of our 2022 year in review. Last week, actually two weeks ago now, we ran through the episodes released from January through June, and this week we will cover the July through December guests, again featuring the guests' answer to the question, what does barbecue mean to you? I do hope everyone had a wonderful New Year's celebration with lots of good food, family, and friends. Our New Year's Eve dinner was a prime rib roast from our friends at Gemstone Grass-Fed Beef. Cooked on the Weber kettle with the rotisserie, it came out a perfect medium rare. And the only problem is that there wasn't a lot left over. Check out my Instagram at eat underscore more underscore barbecue for some pics of that and a couple of the other cooks I've been up to lately. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by our friends at Motley Q. Not only does Motley Q offer a great lineup of award-winning rubs and sauces, they also teach some of the best barbecue classes going. Visit motleyq.ca, that's M-O-T-L-E-Y-Q-U-E dot C-A, and click on the Classes tab to see the full schedule. There are both full-day and micro-classes to choose from, like King of the Grill, a great class for beginners, to Big Game Prep for the big football game coming up next month. It's going to be super. And a brisket micro-classes with a bunch more upcoming, including steak, ribs, and more. I did have the chance to take one of their classes with Big Joe and Jess a couple years back, and it is a great learning experience. Tons of great food and loads of knowledge. Good time. Again, the website is motleyq.ca. Click on the Classes tab to find the available classes coming up in Edmonton. We kicked off July with some Canadian competition talk as Jared from Brisket Butts joined me. Jared and their family team were fresh off their first Grand Championship victory at the Columbia Valley Smoke Show out in Invermere. We had some audio issues so audio issues on this one, so I do need to get Jared back on soon uh, with some better quality. Barley and Smoke has become one of the premier summer events here in Calgary, and I've been happy to have been a part of it back in its first year in 2019. This festival is a fundraiser for kids' cancer care, and back in July I was privileged to sit down with fan, founder and CEO Christine McIver to talk about the foundation and the event. Keep your eyes open for this one coming up again this summer. I mentioned it last week talking about Elise Chatterton. Without our butchers, there is no barbecue. Earlier this summer, a good friend reached out and put me in contact with a relative of his who has opened up a butcher shop in Spiritwood, Saskatchewan. Bryce Olson from Northern Meats came on the show to talk about his journey, which has ultimately led to he and his wife opening up their shop earlier this year. Check out Northern Meats on Facebook. Primitive Grills and Culinary has been serving the Saskatoon area for a while now, and earlier this year, they expanded their operation into the Calgary market. Conveniently, just minutes away from my office in Rocky View on the east side of Calgary off Stony Trail. I had a great sit-down with Stu Davidson while we shared a cold one and talked barbecue, and of course the great selection of products that they are carrying with a focus on local and Canadian companies, which I love to see. You can visit them at number 10-235-126 Ryan Road and online at www.primitivegrills.com. Here are the sound clips from our guests in July. Hey, barbecue for me, it's it's almost a, a way of life. It's uh, it's a pre-dinner get-together, get the barbecue going, you got friends and family around, you're having a drink, and 
sharing stories around the barbecue. It's almost like a, it's like happy hour before mm-hmm. dinner. Yep. And uh, so it's just get together, having a few drinks. And then when it's uh, low and slow, when I get up at four o'clock in the morning to light the, uh, the offset, mm-hmm. it's uh, to get away. I get the fire going and uh, it's, you sit outside and sit by the fire for hours and just uh, relax too. Yeah. So it's uh, a bit of both. Oh, deliciousness. <laughs> and I am a barbecue person. Yep. I'm not a, a crazy barbecuer, but I yep. certainly enjoy a good barbecue and a good smoking. Delicious meats. I believe it's really a hobby and, and we treat it as such here. It's not just about cooking, uh, su- supplying food for the family. Like it really is a hobby. It's, uh, I think the more you enjoy it, the more you tend to have mm-hmm. along the way. So for me, it really uh, has taken on that shape at our house. And, and uh, I think there's nothing greater than walking in with a tomahawk that you cooked and put it, car- carve it right at the table in front of the family. Moving into August, we had a chat with Scott Chomos of Arrowhead North Barbecue out of Saskatchewan. At that point in the year, the team was on a great run, which would culminate in them being named the top team in Canada for the year. The Calgary Farmers Market has long been a staple in South Calgary, and the north end of the city can finally take in the amazing vendors without having to make the drive as they opened their beautiful new building in the city's northwest in August. My wife and I had the chance to attend the VIP sneak preview thanks to our friends at Gemstone Grass-Fed Beef. And we were able to chat with a number of the vendors and then sat down with Michaela Jane from the market's marketing team. Visit www.calgaryfarmersmarket.ca to see the lineup of vendors at both of their locations. This past year, friend of the show, JT McCurdy of the Barbecue Rack Addicts Competition Team sponsored a series of Canadian competition team profiles that we ran on the show and will continue to do into 2023. One of those was a conversation with Dan Turner from Hogs Harbor Barbecue out in Halls Harbor, Nova Scotia. Dan and his wife Ash have a small farming operation out east, and Ash is also active on Instagram and elsewhere with her baking. You can follow them on Instagram at Hogs Harbor and also at Turner Farm. Closing out August, we featured a Calgary company brewing up an alternative to the usual beer and spirit options. I sat down with Dennis Scanlon from Sunny Cider in their Northeast Calgary tap room to chat about the company and their refreshing products. Check them out at www.sunnysider.ca for more info. Here are the What Does Barbecue Mean to You answers from August. Oh boy, that's a great question. Um, I guess the, the short answer is, is a lot. Um, yep. And honestly, it's uh, it's kind of my happy place. So there's there's never a day, um, you know, whether you're you're grilling or, or smoking something or, you know, just anything with fire. Uh, it's always a good day, yeah. and it's uh, a little bit laid back, a little bit relaxing. Uh, usually, there's some friends and family involved, and uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's just my happy place. Yeah. Oh, good question. Um, I think. I think for me or for us, like our, our whole team, I think there's just a bit of a nostalgia with, you know, cooking with fire and, yep. and uh, you know, doing it the way that they did hundreds or maybe thousands of years ago. And yep. uh, there's something to be said for that, I think. Absolutely. So uh, Couldn't agree that's with a you. big part of it, I think. Couldn't agree with you more there. Mm, uh, smoky, saucy, delicious. Earlier in the year, I spoke with Brewery and the Beast founder Scott Gurney. I was fortunate enough to be given a media pass to the event, and September's first episode featured my conversations with a number of the cooks participating in the festival. If you're out in Western Canada, keep your eyes open for the Brewery and the Beast events coming up this summer. Following week, I chatted with a veteran of the Alberta barbecue scene, James Phillip out of Lloydminster. 
James is the man behind Bordertown Barbecue and also Redline Drum Smokers, making some very cool-looking drums. Check them out on Facebook at Redline Drum Smokers. I took a short break at the end of September, re-releasing a cleaned-up edition of the Barbecue Beat episode from January and taking a week off at the end of the month. Uh, what it means to me is, uh, actually today we did a little smoking, my, my daughter and I, I'm trying to get her into uh, competing. Nice. And when, when we when we fired up the drum today, it, it, it puts me in my happy place. Yep. And um, it's actually, it, it's like peace and serenity to me. It's euphoric when mm-hmm. that smoke starts to roll. Like, it's yep. just the calming. I love it. Part two of our year in review 2022 show continues after this with a look at the final three months of 2022. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by our friends at Township 27. Township 27 develops, produces, distributes, and sells the highest quality pantry spices, herbs, spice blends, sauces, salad dressings, and condiments for people who love food. All of their products are produced by hand in small batches using only the highest quality ingredients to maintain the full flavor and freshness that their customers have come to expect. Township 27 has searched the globe looking for the finest ingredients to go into their products, and they are excited to share the bounty with you. All Township 27 products are gluten-free, cholesterol-free, MSG-free, and are pure with no added fillers or preservatives. Township 27 is proudly Alberta-owned and produce all of their products locally right in Rocky View County, Alberta. If you're looking for the best in spices, blends, sauces, and condiments, whether it be retail, wholesale, or bulk, check them out at www.township27.com and follow them on Instagram and Facebook. We started off October visiting with Calgary Salumi artist Stuart Curtin from VDG Salumi. VDGSalumi.com is the website where you can see their products, shop online, and find retail locations. I took a trip out to Prince Edward Island in October to visit our daughter, and while there, had the chance to visit farmer Ranald McFarland. Ranald runs a dairy cow operation and also raises hogs for meat under the Pleasant Pork banner. He's on Twitter at Pleasant Pork. Chris Schaefer from Heavy Smoke Barbecue out of St. Peter's, Missouri, joined me next hot on the heels of his victory at the fabled Jack Daniels World Championship Invitational Barbecue. Chris talked about the experience at the Jack and also his restaurant and the effect that the win had on their business. Check them out at Heavy Smoke Barbecue. Closing out October, we were back in PEI, this time via Zoom, to chat with Mitchell Arsenault. Mitchell runs the High on the Hog barbecue truck in Summerside. We weren't able to connect while I was there earlier in the month, but it was great to chat with him and hear a little about the barbecue scene out on the island, check them out on Facebook and Instagram, High on the Hog. Here are October sound clips. Barbecue to me means slow cooked using natural fuel. Nice. Barbecue means nothing. Barbecue, I scoff at that word. <laughs> I do fire roasted, man. Well, that's. Uh... I've got a wood grill. Yep. I've got it's got a swivel and uh, I roast with wood. I'm a caveman. Yeah, we were just uh, enjoying some. Uh... Ooh, barbecue! Aren't we fancy? Nah, <laughs> uh, it depends. You know what stage of my career I think that you asked me that question. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I first started, barbecue was just a, a hobby. It was a fun thing to do, and it was kind of like an avenue um, to, to hang out with people. You know what I mean? Like you, you barbecue at home and people come over and they tell you they like their food and it was very, very basic. Um, 10 years later, you know, barbecue is my livelihood. Mm -hmm. Um, it's my life. It's, it's literally, you know, I, I do it every single day. And once I stop my job, which is competing or not competing is cooking barbecue. I then go do my hobby on the weekend, which is (laughs) cooking barbecue. Yeah, no doubt. (laughs) Well, it's part of my life now. Uh, 
for you know many years. Um, it was a personal uh, pastime originally. Um, we started many years ago on a homemade smoker that I fabricated out of uh, propane tanks. And uh, you know we used to use a combination of uh, a household oven and and um, some smoke through the homemade smoker. Right. You know, so my family we were doing we were doing that for a lot of years. Drank a lot of beer doing that. Yep. November started out with a big episode as I welcomed the Grill Dads to the podcast. Mark and Faye were a lot of fun to chat with, and it was great to hear how they got their start cooking and how they have progressed and built their following. Check them out on YouTube and Instagram and take a look at your favorite bookseller for their cookbook. The following week, we traveled across the Atlantic for a visit with Mark and Ange Fishlock. Mark and Ange are KCBS competition reps in the UK and have traveled around Europe doing competitions there. It was fun to hear about the KCBS world over in Europe, and thanks to Barry and Lana from BK Barbecue here in Alberta for putting me in contact. Next up, I had a great conversation with Colin Bristow out of Cambridge, Ontario. Colin and his wife started their business, Instant Fire Starters, with the goal of providing employment for adults on the autism spectrum. It was interesting and a little sad to hear how the supports that are in place for those with autism during their school years seem to disappear once they hit adulthood, and it is great to see a business doing their small part to help and spread awareness. Check them out on Instagram and TikTok and at instantfirestarters.com to put in your order for this great product. I'm a big fan of the Southbound podcast, produced by WFAE in Charlotte, North Carolina, and have been a regular listener for a couple of years now. So it was a thrill for me to have the host of that show, writer Tommy Tomlinson, on the show in November. We talked about his podcast and his journalism career and had a good conversation centered around his book, The Elephant in the Room, that I have found quite impactful as I try and deal with my own weight issues. Take a listen to Southbound wherever you get your podcasts. We wrapped up the month by catching up with friend of the show and my pal Peter Zakuski from Pitt County Barbecue up in Edmonton. Peter had a busy and eventful year and has some exciting new ventures in the works to expand on the catering operation he's been growing the last few years, including a live fire dinner series and manufacturing some wicked cookers. Follow Pitt County Barbecue on Instagram and also at www.pittcountybbq.com to see what's new and for links to the other ventures. December was a quiet month for the podcast as I took a two-week break at the beginning of the month, and then part one of the year in review came out the final week. That meant just one new episode, and that was with Jeff Jenkins out of Chatham, Kent, Ontario's Dog Days Southern Barbecue. We talked about his progression from backyard catering to a food truck, and most recently into a new brick-and-mortar restaurant. It was great to hear about what's happening with the barbecue scene down in southern Ontario. Check them out at Dog Days BBQ on Instagram or online at dogdaysbbq.com. Here is the final set of cl- sound clips from November and December. Uh, well, this is... All right, grab something to drink, Ryan. It's going to take a second. All right. Yeah. So, um, so when we started this, we very intentionally went with the name The Grill Dads, right. not The Barbecue Dads. So for us, like, like growing up, having a barbecue meant cooking hamburgers and hot dogs on a gas grill. And that was upstate New York. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't eating barbecue. That was having a barbecue. Right. Right. Yeah. But now the differentiation for us is that a grill is a tool and barbecue is a cuisine. Right. So a grill is something you can cook anything on. Barbecue is low and slow with smoke. 
So we always, you know, work really hard to differentiate that because we 99% of the cooking that we do um, is grilling, not barbecue. Right now we love doing pork shoulders. Um, we just did a, um, uh, pork collar a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yep. Uh, we turned in, into some pulled pork sandwiches and then we made pulled pork hot dish. I don't know if you have that up in Canada, but if hot, not, you okay. should hot, hot. Uh, we'll maybe explain that a little after, but, and, um, you know, so for us, like we do cook some barbecue, but for me personally, like besides that, you know, like that differentiation, mm-hmm. yep. uh, I, I usually think a little more international, um, you know, when I think of barbecue, right. you know, like barbacoa, for example, yep. um, more so than American barbecue, but right. I love it all. Awesome. Awesome. Fair. Anything to add to that, Fick? Nah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's the same thing. I mean, it's just, we, we are constantly asked, uh, the question is like, oh, you know, what's your guys favorite thing to barbecue? And we're, you know, it's just, it's funny from a verb to a noun to just the way we describe things But Mark, you know, we always, we, we interchangeably say the same thing consistently yeah. is, you know, grilling is a tool, barbecue is a cuisine, and we are not the barbecue dads. So it's more about um, socializing with people, um, it's friendship and um, traveling the world, really. How about you, Mark? Yeah, I would say the same. I mean, you know, start it out. We're not we're not cooks by any stretch of imagination. We are just backyard. That's what we do. Yeah. Um, but for us, it's sort of what started as a backyard hobby has, has turned into you know with competition. We we can travel. Um, great friends, really great friends, a, yep. a great community. I think community is probably what it's about. If I'm yeah. honest with you, absolutely. Yeah, and you know, we've met some great friends from around the world, and we've travelled to places that we would probably never have gone to before because mm-hmm. you know these small towns we go to for competitions we have no reason to go to them we would you know it would, wouldn't be anywhere we would pick normally so as somebody who's not historically a barbecue guy i've got sort of a short life in the barbecue world kind of since starting instant fire and and i would say there's one word that comes to mind when you ask me that question and it's community yep and I'm sure you get that answer all the time because it's like at the very forefront of what I'm seeing on mm-hmm. Instagram, uh, the community, the brotherhood, it's like something I've never seen before. And honestly, something I didn't know that I was missing in my life until I got in with this group of guys online. Wow. That's a, that's a great question to start with. Mm-hmm. Um, I live in North Carolina now. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Georgia, but I live in North Carolina, which is a divided barbecue state. Yes. <laughs> so I live in the western half of the state in okay. Charlotte, where barbecue sauce is tomato based. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I think cl- pretty close to what people would think of as the barbecue sauce you would, you know, get off the shelf at the store. Mm-hmm. Um, although ours is much better. Um, but that's the western half. The eastern of half of the state is very different. It's um, whole hog barbecue mm-hmm. and it's. Um, the sauce is generally just vinegar yeah. with pepper flakes. Right. And so the Eastern style versus Western style is a constant debate in North Carolina among mm-hmm. people who live here, which is better, which I'm pretty ecumenical about it. I love them both. Yeah. Um, and then in South Carolina, there's also the mustard based barbecue yeah. sauce, which is uh, very different and also very good. I, I love them all. Yep. If I, on my deathbed, I had to pick one, I'd probably pick the uh, Western style North Carolina sauce is kind of where I live, but right. I'm within an hour's drive of two or three of, play, of the places that are considered the best barbecue places in America. Yeah. So I feel very blessed yes. to, to be part of this, uh, this region. It's, um, 
it's become more of a focal point on the community, which it always has been. But um, as time has gone on and learning more about what Canadian barbecue is, and for me, Canadian barbecue, large in part, is competition barbecue, learning more about that and the community behind that and really whether it's online or at competitions or at a restaurant or at a backyard, it's, it's really about the community. So Absolutely. I'm happy to say that that's still what it's, it's staying strong. Barbecue means to me, um, barbecue, it's in our logo. It's, it's, in, uh, it's fire food, family, friends. Yep. Uh, we believe barbecue, we believe food is memories. Um, it's, it's what the basis of, uh, bringing community together. Um, and, uh, like I said, it's, it's all about, uh, it's all about family and friends for us. I like that. Uh, we'll be, uh, sitting around a table, eating great food, uh, telling stories, yep. laughing, enjoying yep. the moment. Absolutely. I like that fire food, family, friends. That's awesome. Uh, it kind of <laughs> sums it up right there. You are listening to Canada's longest running barbecue podcast. And it is time now for some barbecue news. Brought to you by the Barrel Boss Q, a family-owned and operated small business in Leduc County, Alberta, and the manufacturer of the original Canadian drum smoker. Whether it's in the backyard or on the competition circuit, Kelly Troy and the Barrel Boss Q team are driven by the desire to watch their clients showcase their cooking talents, to slow down a bit and spend some quality time with family and friends. From entry level all the way to fully loaded models, Barrel Boss Q has the charcoal drum smokers and accessories you need to be the barbecue boss of your block, or maybe get a walk at the next competition. Shipping to customers across Canada and the U.S., Barrel Boss Q spends time talking to their clients to make sure each and every smoker they make is special and meets the needs of the customer. Barrel Boss Q is honored to be a part of their customers' barbecue journeys. Visit them online at BarrelBossQ.ca, that's B-A-R-R-B-O-S, the letter Q, dot C-A, and follow them on Facebook and Instagram and tell them you heard about them on Eat More Barbecue. Before I talk a little about some of the show's statistics from this past year, I want to take a quick moment to wish a very happy 70th birthday to a legend of the Calgary barbecue scene, Mr. Bernie Kenny. Bernie is currently president of the Barbecue on the Bow Society and cooks on the BK Barbecue team. He has been a key figure in competition barbecue here in Calgary and Alberta for years now. It was great to be a part of a celebration for him this past Saturday at Toolshed Brewing with a bunch of the great people from the barbecue community. Happy birthday, Bernie. I mentioned last week that the podcast this year had almost 14,000 listens, bringing the all-time total to 50,471 over four-plus years. I could not have imagined that when I started doing this show, let me tell you. Our top listened to episode of the year was February's visit with Corey Richard from Beer Daddy Barbecue at 299 listens, followed by my conversation with Travis Weaver out of Houston's Barbecue Rubdown at 264. Rounding out the top five most listened to episodes of the year was Kaplansky's Mustard, the Barbecue and Mental Health episode with Eric Dalton, and the Business of Barbecue panel. Whether you are a regular listen, listener that doesn't miss an episode, or if you've only tuned into a single show, I thank you and appreciate your support. Also, thank you to the amazing sponsors of the podcast, Motley Q, Barrel Boss Q, Pitt County Barbecue, and Township 27. I have some exciting episodes in the works for the coming months, including another panel discussion, this one on competition barbecue, and I'll be putting more of a focus on some of the amazing Canadian businesses putting out some great barbecue products. So listen in for those folks coming soon. 
I'm always looking for guest ideas for the show, so email me at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com if there is someone you'd like to hear from. You can follow me online at eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at www.albertabbqtrail.ca where you can check out the listing of barbecue joints here in Alberta so you can get on out there and show them your support. If you're not in Alberta, go out and visit your local barbecue joint and show them some love. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. That's a wrap, everybody. See you all next week and keep on smoking. Mm-hmm.